It's episode number 10 of the TT Daily. I'm Chris Pritchard, and I'm on my way to the FHO Hospitality, where I'm going to meet up with Steve and the FHO crew, including Faye Ho, she'll be joining us, as well as Richard Rawlings, and of course, yesterday's winner, Peter Hickman. So without further ado, let's get down there and see what they've got to say. Dude, on a scale of one to ten, how hard is your head banging this morning? Oh, I'm still banging away with the party. I'm good to go. <laughs> if you just I'm come, always ready to rock. You just come straight from the party here. Uh, more or less, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I uh, got a couple hours of sleep, but uh, it's it's been a bitching week already. We're, we're killing it. You've been enjoying it? Uh, absolutely. This is one of the coolest things I've done, and I've done some pretty cool stuff. Two out of two, that is. I spoke to you on the fan park stage after the first race win, and now you've got two of them. That's right. We only need another one, and then we'll be good. 100% record. Yes, that would be freaking out awesome. saw a little clip on social media this morning before I come up, and you, you was back home saying you was going to be out of the garage for a while. You was going over to the Isle of Man TT. I love that accent. Just, tell, just, just say it out for us, Isle of Man TT. The Isle of Man TT? <laughs> like you got it, that's it. How good does that sound like? Is it supposed to say Isla de Le Mans TT? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what the accent's supposed to be here. No, that works, that works a treat. Hey, talk to us about Gas Monkey rather than the TT. Let's, we'll get onto the TT when Pete turns up. Pete is going to be here, but I reckon his head's banging probably more than, than yours is. So tell us about Gas Monkey. I, I, my dad came over last night and I said, um, Have you, you've heard of Fast and Loud, haven't you? And he was like, yeah, watched every single episode. I bloody love it. I said, I'm interviewing Richard later. He's like, no way. <laughs> right like, yeah. on. So you've got some fans far and wide. It's, it's really amazing, uh, you know, what I've accomplished uh, with Gas Monkey in the last 20 years. I, you know, I think I said it the other day, I'm a 20-year overnight success. But, uh, you know, it's just really awesome to see the brand and uh, to see the way that it's accepted uh, worldwide and, and, and the people that are passionate about being a part of it and wearing the gear and just really love the show and, and things like that. You know, we spent 10 years with uh, Discovery Channel and uh, did really well there, you know, but we have done so much better since we left Discovery uh, in the social media world and uh, across uh, all of our social platforms and, of course, YouTube. Uh, it is uh, an amazing, I mean, we've grown like three times since we left Discovery, uh, three times over, and, um, you know, we've really got a, a really large worldwide fan base, and that's hard to accomplish, you know, because I see brands here that you guys probably recognize. I don't recognize them because I'm from the other side of the pond. You know, but Gas Monkey is just one of those things that's it's, uh, it's like a, a culture that kind of took over, and I'm just uh, really proud of it. Uh, it's kind of my baby, if you can tell. So what was the inspiration to get involved with FHO Racing and Pete Hickman? Was it a business idea, or was it just a massive passion for the Alaman TT? It was a combination of both. Uh, you know, basically, you know, Big Chris is one of my best mates, and uh, we've been very good friends for a long, long time, and he grew up with Peter and uh, some of the other guys on the team and, and everything, so he was always like, you got to get into this, you got to get into this. I was like, I'd love to, but I don't know how or where or when. And in 2019, we were supposed to be doing the same thing we're doing right now. And uh, we, uh, we had some, uh, some, some critical uh, problems that, that caused us not to be able to do it in 19. Uh, and I was just thankful that uh, uh, Faye and Peter held my spot until uh, this year, 2022, and uh, let me back in the door because, you know, obviously with what he did in 19, the, <laughs> the stock price went up, so to speak. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they wanted to be a part of it, too. So, uh, you know, I'm just happy to be here. You do realize his stock price has just risen again after two wins. Oh, yes. And if he goes to three, there's going to be a couple more zeros on the end of that. Uh, I'm going to have to start throwing commas, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm not so sure about that. I've just seen the way you've been partying all week, and if you're dragging him down to, to kind of your level of partying, maybe he'll maybe he'll lose his little shine by the time the senior comes around. Oh, I have never partied as far, as hard as Peter Hickman. <laughs> I promise you that. And I am a I am very good at what I do, but I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 so what about what about the course itself have you been around with pete yet uh i did i came in a, 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 like two or three months ago i wanted to see the place and kind of feel it before i stroke the check so to speak and uh so we flew over for one day uh and me and big chris came from america we came over we drove the course and just hung out and you know i was hooked immediately i was like i gotta see this i gotta be a part of it can i just say is that is that the day you came over on the private jet you yes. just you, you all just rocked up i think i was here the day before and there was a big hoo-ha about it there's like the gas monkey guys are coming in they're coming Did in on the private the jet <laughs> yeah i came well, in on the ferry <laughs> well i'll tell you full disclosure it was phase jet so <laughs> yeah Hey. Gas Monkey rocks that hard every once in a while, but not all the time. I tell you what, it looked good. Yeah. It looked good. So how does this compare to everything else that you sponsor? Because you've done, what, NASCAR, Supercross, things like that. But this must be a completely this different This is, is thing. really, really different. Uh, the, you know, just the course being so long, so many miles. You know, we, we were in the 100th anniversary of the Indy 500. We've been in NASCAR, uh, Supercross, uh, uh, Motocross, um, Alpine racing, I mean, monster truck, I don't even know. And uh, we've got a lot of teams out there. But this, being that the, the course is so long and, and, and so diverse and uh, what have you, it's just really amazing. It's, it's something that I, I hope that I'm going to be a part of for a very long time. So do you have any idea how big the senior is as a race, as a, as a race that the guys want to win? I think Steve's won it. How many times have you won it, Steve? I only once. You've only won it once. You've won two TTs, though, right? Yeah, I've only been here. I only raced three, three I years. I won two yeah, seniors, we did that but, this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, easy. Hey, not yet, not <laughs> easy. He's got feelings, but, too. But the big one's on Friday. <laughs> yeah, the big one's on yeah. Friday, and, uh, you know, that is, is something that I think will be uh, a pinnacle uh, uh, just uh, I don't even want to think about it. I just want everybody to be safe and do good. Would you give up the two race wins already for that one win? on friday you know i'm not as acclimated to everything as uh everybody over here is uh so i would probably say i'm supposed to say yes but i don't know <laughs> if i would <laughs> i don't know how how competitive are you as a person you know is it is it is it for you is it the pinnacle to win races or just put on a show it's a combination of both but i'm very competitive i mean i started uh gas monkey as a, as a business and as a brand to take down the other guys that were on TV at the time because I felt they were missing something crucial, which was the family and the friend, friendly, uh, the friendship and the camaraderie. They were all, you know, bandanas and kicking boxes and cussing at each other and carrying pit bulls on chains. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not the way I grew up in the hot rod and motorcycle world. We were friends, man. We were diehards. We wanted to go out on the weekend and party hard and have a good time and, you know, what have you. So, you know, that's what's important to me is, is the, the friendship and the camaraderie and the competition. And just for the listeners of the podcast. Uh, well, they're not watching it. That, that don't. <laughs> <laughs> Richard's is annoyed it, at that. He that, wants his face probably, out there as well. A good, it's probably a good thing because it's only flipping 10 past 10 in the morning. You're <laughs> supping a, a tin of, uh, <laughs> of light beer. Yeah, so we had this uh, flown in uh, courtesy of the U.S. Air Force. A bit of Miller Lite. Yeah, they all don't have it over here, so uh, <laughs> I called in a favor. For those guys that are listening, <laughs> just explain to them exactly what Gas Monkey is. What is Gas Monkey? If they don't know, fuck them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> golly. <laughs> but, uh, no, seriously, uh, you know, I, I'm fortunate <laughs> enough that uh, I get to drink beer and play with cars and motorcycles, and that's my job. 
and uh, I just like to show it to everybody around the world. We, Live streaming. You know, just yeah. just have a good time. And, uh, you know, my, I grew up with my dad and his friends, you know, having motorcycles and cars and tinkering around in the garage, and mom was making hamburgers or something. So, you know, we're just a, a good family uh, and, and friends uh, group that uh, likes to, you know, just have a good time. But what would you like to get into next? Where, where would you like to go? Well, you know, um, believe it or not, I, I want to go to space on one of the one of the rich people's space planes. I want to do that. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool. Brilliant. Uh, you know, put a, a you know an actual monkey in space like they did back in the '60s. <laughs> <laughs> one that can actually talk though. Yes. And give some feedback. Give a little feedback. Which one would you go up on though? Uh, you know, uh, I'm working on uh, a deal with Blue Origin right now with Bezos' uh, dick plane. And, uh, <laughs> not sure. I mean, come on. It looks like a giant penis through the sky. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, in, some ways, in some ways, it just freaks me out. But in other ways, I'm like, I like that guy because his little logo looks like a penis and his place plane looks like a penis. I don't know if he's compensated. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Maybe. Can we just touch on the fact that we've got a, a big crowd here? We were going to do this inside the hospitality, but Steve got a little bit too warm, a bit too diva-ish. So we came outside. Literally, it took us 10 minutes to start the podcast because people were asking for photos, and already we've got a, a, a bit of a crowd. Yeah, Clearly yeah. not here for Steve. Yeah, I think here they're waiting Steve. No, they're not. They're, not. Uh, they're uh, here for you. TT finishers are much more I'll be popular. with you in a minute, guys. Sorry. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, Be it patient. is. patient. It'll stop in a minute. <laughs> it is early, but you know that's one of those things that we've had this year also uh, with the with the races. Is we've had good weather. You know, it's um, been amazing, and it's been amazing. So uh, I hope it holds out. It brings the fans out. Yeah, ideally, and the fans have been crazy this year, this, oh. this week, uh, especially here at uh, at our booth. They're everywhere. So how do these fans compare to back home in NASCAR in Supercross? Just as wild. Just as wild. You know, everybody has a good time. You know, they're here to have a good time. They're having a few beers, watching some racing. So uh, it's the same pretty much everywhere I go. So what's, what's your favorite bit of kit in your garage? What's your favorite ride? Two wheels, four wheels? What's your favorite? <laughs> well, uh, you know, on two wheels, I've got a, a Harley-Davidson chopper that I built in the 90s that nice. uh, I built as a 60s uh, chopper. You know, big ape hangers, king and queen seat with the big giant rise in the back. And uh, all my friends thought I was nuts, uh, but I just wanted that old school chopper feel with a new bike. So I've had that bike like 26 or seven years now. And uh, then as far as my rides, you know, everybody knows the, the Thomas Crown Affair Mustang, the, the white must or the, the Mustang with the white stripes. And uh, that's probably one of my favorites. But, uh, you know, my daily driver, believe it or not, is, is a Rolls Royce uh, Wraith. That's okay. what I. That's pretty much what I drive <laughs> I every day, that. to and from work. It's just such a great ride. It's so quiet. <laughs> I, mean, I, I get in there in the morning and sit down with my cup of coffee and just cruise on into work. It's great. Sounds like Steve again. Once again, Steve rocking around in his Rolls Royce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, question for you though: What's the biggest deal you've ever done on the show, as in terms of profit? From Probably a flip. the biggest deal we ever did was the uh, F40 Ferrari mm -hmm. that was totaled down in Houston. Uh, one of the service guys took it for a ride and literally got it airborne and hit all four corners of the car, and it was totaled. And um, Ferrari wanted it totaled, and they said it couldn't be fixed. They wanted it totaled. They wanted it to be crushed. And I got in the mix and was able to buy it from the owner because he was pissed off because Ferrari said they wouldn't fix it. Mm -hmm. Well, after me and Dennis bought it, um, Ferrari came in and said, oh, it can be fixed, but we want to do it in Italy, uh, and it'll take three years, uh, you know, uh, but bring, us, bring it to us. And the owner was like, 
I'll let Gas Monkey do it. We built that car in 38 days. Really? All the way down to the bare frame and all the way back up. We had Pinsky in there helping us. We had HRE in there helping us. We did better turbos. We did just, we built a better F40 than has ever <laughs> existed on the planet in like 38 days or so. And uh, we had, there was actually a car in Dallas that only had like 50, 60 miles on it. So we kind of like could look at it. We couldn't touch yeah, yeah. it, but I borrowed it from a guy. And so we could look at it, and then we could improve on it. And we made a faster, leaner, meaner, better cornering, better weight dynamics, everything F40 Ferrari, and blew everybody away when we painted it black. It was <laughs> so badass because all those cars are red. So uh, it, it was really, really cool. And, and Ferrari finally came out about a year later, maybe a little longer than that, and said, like it or not, they they built a better F40. You know, they're pretty relaxed Italians. They probably took some notes right. from you to make it even better. Oh then. no, no, no! They 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 tried to send us bad letters and tell us to stop and tell us it couldn't be done and all <laughs> kinds they? of stuff. And I was like, yeah, whatever. They actually stopped importing uh, F40 parts to the U.S. for a while. Well, so you couldn't get them. We were doing it, and I was like, we did that six months ago. You're watching it on TV now. It's already done. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> We've already sold it. We've moved it on. So did you sell it in the end? We did, we did. We sold it uh, for close to eight hundred, oh. uh, which at the time was the going rate. And uh, I think it's traded hands a few more times, and it's somewhere around a million, million one now. But I, I don't know if this is confirmed yet. It may be hearsay, but I think that the last guy that bought it uh, had it uh, repainted red and put it back to stock. Really? Yeah, because we we were very careful. We did not do any modification that wasn't bolt on to the original bolts. Right. Yeah. We wanted it to be able to go back and forth from stock. And uh, I heard that it's been returned to stock. So would stock increase its value even more or not? I don't think so. I mean, personally, I think the, the whole, it's called the dark horse in, in um, you know, uh, Ferrari world. And I think the story of the dark horse and what it, what it went through and where it is and then the praise that it actually got when we finished building it, I think it would be more valuable the way we configured it, but yeah. who knows? Again, Steve's nickname, the Dark Horse. <laughs> <laughs> so with Gas Monkey being you know, a massive brand now, do the manufacturers like to be involved, want to be involved with you? Sometimes. It's a slippery slope because, you know, I'm drinking beer at 10 a.m. So, uh, <laughs> you know, but I did, uh, I've done a bunch of stuff with Dodge over the years. We were uh, instrumental in helping them launch the Hellcat program and uh, uh, all of that kind of stuff back in uh, 14, 15, 16 and, uh, you know, we get some, some good support. But what I've found uh, out is that, how would I say this diplomatically, uh, corporate structures are pretty much fucking stupid, okay? <laughs> yeah, because uh, because I watch these big companies spend money on people that have, you know, little to no following, 100,000, 200,000 following or whatever, and I don't know if it's because they're cheaper than I am or it's because somebody's in a in a in a – cubicle making a stupid decision but you know we're having a good time we get a lot of offers we do a lot of cool stuff with a lot of cool brands so you know i'm cool with that oh there's the man of the hour what's up man oh. look who's turned up hello mate <sighs> how are we all right all right perfect because rich is getting his photo taken so peter hickman nice of you to show your face this morning <laughs> were you riding shotgun with this loose cannon last night uh fortunately last night no <laughs> otherwise i probably wouldn't be stood up right now yeah, exactly <laughs> well he says he he says you party harder than he does well i don't know about that we, uh, is that a challenge <laughs> <laughs> friday night we we did meet in vegas so that was the kind of start of it so i guess right. that sets the scene for the rest of 
Come on then. <laughs> what happens in Vegas needs to be told on the no, podcast. No, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, obviously for the listeners, he's just Rich has just agreed to, to ride pillion with you, run a TT course. Yeah, has, have you really? Well, I told him that I would try, but I don't think I can hold on that hard. <laughs> well, we'll soon find out. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in this state, though, Pete. Come on. Let's not till after Friday. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it after Friday. Are you no. feeling after uh, last night? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, everything's been working really, really well. I mean, teams teams have been absolutely phenomenal. Um, so it makes my life easy, really. <laughs> I mean, it's not easy, of course. We all know that. But uh, the better the bike is, uh, the easier it is on the rider. And honestly, the bikes have been bikes have been fantastic. So I'm not really, you know, we had a we had a tough start to the week with the superbike uh, in practice week. But apart from that. It's been been faultless ever since. Who did you get to ride the first lap for you? Because normally Pete Hickman sets off dead steady <laughs> and like a flipping old lady, and he was out there like a scolded cat. I thought I was going steady. <laughs> Apparently not. That's when you, that's when you know you're on your A game, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it is really. Yeah. No, even even yesterday, you know, the the first the first lap, I was not not pushing too hard, just trying to hit all my markers and just be nice and clean, really. I guess yeah. for the start, and uh, yeah, we seemed to be able to pull a gap early doors and. Again, make, makes your life easy. Once you can pull a bit of a gap like that, then yeah, it uh, the whole re- rest of the race, you just kind of race your pit boards and kind of watch. I followed McGuinness and Hutchie for a good few miles yesterday on the last lap. I've never really followed anybody here because I don't like following. I prefer to be able to see where I'm going, but uh, I actually really enjoyed myself. I had a big smile on my face yeah. following John, yeah. I really hated catching anybody. Yeah. Just cause, uh, cause it's, and know, I'm the same, but I think because I was so relaxed because I had like a 16-second gap or whatever I had, I was like, man, I can actually just take a... F- you know, I can lose five seconds. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So I sat behind McGuinness and just followed him, seeing where he was going. He took some different lines to what I would do, but it was just interesting to follow. And I just, yeah, a big smile on my face. So you caught you caught Davy as well towards the end. Yeah. And again, Davy was one of the the riders that made the podium. With him, you knew you were going to be there or thereabouts the same speed. So again, were you bothered about him following you, you following him, and uh, well about getting past him? I didn't pass him until the Craig. Yeah, uh, that's a good so move. That. Yeah, let, let me <laughs> stop you there a second. Now I was watching in the media room on the TT Plus channel, and I'm pretty sure you passed him just to rub his nose in it. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to remind him who, who's, who's I the am boss. The daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well. I caught. Um, I'd pa- I had passed John and, and Hutchie, and I was following Davy. And my plan was actually to follow him to the end, and then um, my pit board showed that I'd been caught quite a bit, so I'd lost maybe four or six seconds or something. So I just thought, depending on who it is, it's obviously not Davy. I knew Davy was there thereabouts, but obviously I'd caught him by twenty seconds, so I knew it wasn't Davy. So I thought, well, depending on who it is, could be having a really good push over the mountain. So my actual then thought train was, well, I best crack on the last sector at least and just kind of really put the hammer down, which is exactly what I did. So obviously David was in the way, I had to pass him. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Connor that was on the on his uh, yeah. chasing yeah. hard behind. He, yeah. he put in a phenomenal- Fastest ever lap, he's done 133-1, he's joined the 133 club. I don't know, is it what are there, six, five, six people? That's yeah, ever done 133? Not, not, not many, yeah, and that's the fastest ever lap for a Honda Fireblade as well. Is it, is it really? Yeah, 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 on stock, yeah, it bodes well for Friday, doesn't it? Hopefully yeah. is, uh, yeah, hopefully it should be on Does it bode well though? It just means you've got, you know, an extra bit of competition right, there. I let the brakes off a bit earlier. Use more throttle. We'll go faster. Means you can't <laughs> be sleepy on the outlet. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. It hey, does. Do you think that uh, warm-up lap's going to help then? Yeah, f- for me, I've said it already in a few yeah. times, but uh, yeah, the warm-up lap for me definitely helps. It just makes, yeah, I don't know, you can get rid of that first lap that I don't particularly like. You've done it already. Yeah. So, that, so then the first lap of the race isn't the first lap of the day. So did you go out on a full tank of fuel on that warm-up lap just to yeah. get that feeling? Yeah, to, to get the feeling to of the bike like. of what it's actually going to feel like as soon as you set off down yeah. Bray Hill, yeah. 
listen, what's it like having this guy in the uh, in the paddock? Because it's it's causing quite a stir. A bit of a stir. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like the rock stars have arrived. It's it's a completely different vibe to I what we normally get. I don't know what you mean. Get. Richard's really quiet. He never really knows he's around. I was uh, talking about Steve. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. You know, I mean, to have uh, Richard and Gas Monkey involved in the team with FHO and Faye, with myself, with TT, I think it's actually a really, really big thing for all of us. You know, the following that Richard's got and Gas Monkey has is is ridiculous mm -hmm. and it means it's bringing myself the team bmw tt to a lot of new people yeah um and along with the tt plus thing that's that's around now with the live streaming it's it's like a massive snowball effect i mean the guys in the in the press room have already seen a massive increase in american followers and that's yeah. because of this guy stood right next to me you know so um yeah it's it's i think it's a big thing for all of us but i think you'd call it a perfect storm right Pretty much, yeah. Perfect storm, yeah. That's yeah. probably a good way to describe <laughs> yeah. you, actually. Maybe, we should, maybe that could be a new nickname, Richard. Nah, <laughs> I'm far from perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm let's a storm, though. <laughs> let's bring, let's bring Faye in. Faye Ho's just just I arrived. Didn't know you were hiding behind me. Hi, Faye. You're sneaking in there, listening to what uh, what yes. your main man's saying. Yes. <laughs> so, Faye, how's it going for you so far? Oh, it's been incredible i mean you know having pete on board having richard here is just you know i don't think you can get anything better <laughs> pretty special eh? the weather's been kind it's been nice and obviously the results you're looking for uh, yes it is yeah i mean i I, ca I came to the tt obviously i've been here before but this year is just very special for myself to have my own team having richard on board and you know it's just and having both wins like so far even a sidecar win i mean it's like, wow, I can't believe it. <laughs> you have a massive interest in, in the racing side now from British Championship and, and road racing with an awful lot of riders, not just Pete, of course. Oh, no, no. So Pete and Ryan uh, are doing BSB, British Superbike. Also, I've got Superstock with Alex Olsen and Jack Nixon. Um, so Pete and Brian are doing the roads. And then also I've got the girl riders. And then now the sidecar. And then I've got another Lizzie who's just doing karting. So it's like the team is growing. <laughs> <laughs> Taking over the world. <laughs> You've nearly got a paddock to yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when's that going to stop? Well, you know, I'm still getting people approaching me with like, do a, can they help or can, can I help them or can they be part of the team? So, I mean... I want to do it right and do it good, so um, I don't want to go too far out just yet, but you know, you just don't know. But I mean, I'm enjoying every moment of it and I'm loving it. Um, besides racing, getting podiums, I feel like I'm actually doing a bit of a difference too, just giving a bit of a platform for girl riders and young riders, also experienced riders, and you know, it's just nice to see that. And Faye. What's it like having these guys on board? Oh, I mean, Richard, first time I met him was just, you know, it's just incredible. Um, just so much fun to be around. And, um, you know, I can't wait to have him back if he would like to. <laughs> All right, that's an exclusive deal right there. So, that's a five-year yeah. deal, just signed. Exclusive, right? Five-year deal, just signed. <laughs> five-year deal, definitely. We'll take our cut, we'll take our cut Steve. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd get him to sign that before he goes pillion with me. Richard, what's it like having having Faye on board? Well, being part of Faye's team. 
it's it's really actually amazing. Uh, uh, first class operation all the way through. Uh, the the you know I've sponsored a lot of different things and a different events, and uh, this has been uh, one of the easiest, most well executed events that I've ever been to. And uh, you know, especially with the length of time, usually you sponsor something, it's like a day. You know, we're out here for eight days, nine days, and uh, so uh, I couldn't be more happy with uh, how how it's all uh, come aboard and uh, how it's all happened. And I'm just having a blast. And last question, let's let's preempt this a little bit, right? We get to Friday, Pete takes the senior, where's the party? How big is the party gonna be? That's an undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Pete answer that. The party's probably everywhere. How big's it gonna be? Yeah, Pete? the party's everywhere, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it'll be pretty damn massive, I would have thought. Um, we haven't planned anything like that yet because no. we're not well I me in particular, I am not a planner. I'm a go-with-the-flow kind of person, and I always think things are better if you go with the flow. I'm sure or, someone or, will go Or like it. we said earlier, we might go up in uh, Bezos' dick plane and party our ass <laughs> off <laughs> in space. <laughs> <laughs> you, could pro- you could probably arrange that by Friday, you know. <laughs> right, guys, we'll let you get off. It's been an absolute pleasure. Faye Ho, Peter Hickman, and Richard Rawlings. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, guys.